Hello everyone. My name is Anisha Valli. I'm a 19-year-old kid, second-year dental student, TEDx organizer, and editor-in-chief of GSL Times Student Magazine. I'm sitting down with Gen Zs, millennials, and top LinkedIn content creators to talk about their process, lessons learned, and how to make an impact. Trust me, I'm a very curious kid. I'll be asking many questions to know about their journey. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive into today's episode. so excited to have you on this platform thank you so much for giving me this opportunity so my first question is what's your story and how did you get to where you are today uh firstly thank you happy new year and it's great that i'm starting the new year talking with someone as vibrant as you and um yeah what's my story and how did i get here is that what you asked yes well it's um It's actually funny. I've since at the time I can remember I always wanted to be an actor. There was a VHS cassette in the 90s. We used to have VHSs, not DVDs and uh, pen drives. And there was a I was born in Allahabad. So there was a DVD uh, there was a VHS store there. Uh, and uh, somebody in my family had got the VHS of this film called Three Dev which had Nasiruddin Shah, mm-hmm. Jackie Shroff, Sunny Deol and Amrish Puri. And then the shop shut down. So what happened was the VHS never went back. <laughs> So for 2 years I was watching 3D again and again and again. So that kind of so it was to an extent where I knew lines backwards of that film. Wow. Uh when I met Nasir Saab I kind of told him that you know I remember all the lyrics of Tirchi Topi Wale to all the dialogues from that film. So basically yeah I fell in love with uh, that movie and I was 4 4 or 5 years old. and uh, just the world of cinema like even now you put me in a theater or you switch on the television and a good film and i kind of i'm slightly emotional so uh, i kind of go on the trip if it's a good film so i love that world and i wanted to be an actor i am a relatively shy person as a kid i was even worse so i think it lets me uh, channelize all the internal uh, uh, expressions that i want to show So everybody, as a child, everybody used to find it most amusing because uh, I was a very introverted sort of a guy in real. And every time I would go on stage, I would be doing things which they would never expect me to do. So it started with Three Dev. The first ever Hindi film I saw on the big screen was a film called Jo Jita Vahi Sikandar. That's my first Hindi film in theater, mm-hmm. and I love that film. And then I saw Jurassic Park. That's the first English film I ever saw in theater. My brother took me for it at a cinema hall called Chandralok in Allahabad. and that film changed my life because um, in fact my ringtone even now is the theme of Jurassic Park the first wow. uh when you called right now that's what, so yeah um uh, cinema for me i know the kind of films i do is what challenges me as an actor which are technically called parallel off beat or whatever but cinema for me is always uh, an experience so those larger than life sort of films your your Jurassic Parks your uh, Titanics your uh, you you know adventure films you're big uh i'm a big disney buff so i love animation mm-hmm. so for me that really that's the attraction that's where the attraction started and then of course in the 90s it wasn't if you're a teenager growing up early 2000 if you said you wanted to be an actor it wasn't the most uh, 
how do i put it the most respected form of profession right <laughs> it was more like that's the hobby what do you want to do in life <laughs> so when i was in 10th i uh, so i got lucky actually my sister shifted to bombay and she used to enroll me at these summertime workshops at prithvi theater mm-hmm. and uh, then it just became a routine for 3 years i came every year to bombay to do summer time workshops and from there i got cast in a play and i performed at prithvi uh so it became like a yearly thing and i was 15 at that time when i performed at prithvi wow and uh, i knew this is what i want to do i knew i had i fallen in love with the stage i knew that i want to be a film actor but i knew i'm going to do stage all my life so then uh uh once i got back to delhi and the school resumed i was in 10th and the decision of what to study came right you want to take science or you want to say <laughs> typical so indian i told my mother household. that i don't want to um, take science because i'll be wasting my time i'll waste two years in the meantime i could do a lot more plays or you know get more exposure also there's a gentleman called atul kumar he's one of the biggest theater directors in the country he i did his workshop three back to back years and prithvi workshops you can only do till you're 16 so when i was going back the last time he said that before you leave delhi do a course with barry john uh it will really help you since he could see that i this is what i want to pursue he suggested so when i went back to delhi i chased barry down and he refused he said my course is for adults and you're still a you're still under 18 so you can't do it simultaneously this thing in school was happening where uh, i was asked to take science because everybody in the family wanted me to become an engineer and uh, then i uh, didn't write my maths paper i went for it i didn't write it intentionally and then my principal called me and she was all my teachers i was uh, quite popular in school because i was reasonably good at academics and i was an all-rounder i used to play cricket and i used to do theater drama so i explained to her what the thing in life is and she was very supportive uh, that's awesome then yeah then uh, she called my mother and my mother's also been extremely supportive always uh the other people in the family uh, my sister had has been always supporting my brother uh so primarily but it was a safe thing right like your uncles and all tell you become an engineer make your son an engineer that's the notion that was around at that time but luckily better sense prevailed and after 2 months of torturing myself in science classes i shifted to arts and then uh that was step 1 done then i chased barry down who was not letting me so i visited him like 6 times wow and then oh my he just asked me why is it that you want to do it now you can do it one and a half two years later once you're in adult and i told him i'm going to shift to bombay the day my 12th exams are over i will shift to bombay and i'll be 17 then so there is no way and barry at that time was not ever going to shift to he he didn't want to shift to bombay at that time so i said before i leave delhi i want to do your course and that's how it happened to be honest that uh, he finally gave in luckily and he let me do his course so along with my 11th end and 12th i trained with barry john i did his 3 month course and then he cast me in one of his plays called it's all about money honey uh yeah with which we traveled to kashmir during my 12th boards in fact i was in kashmir two days before the boards so it was quite crazy but then i really studied the entire year and i wanted to get into zavier's in bombay because i wanted to shift and the only way i could shift was if i scored enough to get into zavier's so then i scored a 90% in arts wow uh, which has to be my career's biggest achievement <laughs> no matter what else i achieve ahead and uh, i made i i still and in my confidence i didn't apply any in any other college anywhere in the country 
and the first list came out and i had not made the first list so i was really scared because i had not applied anywhere else and i had uh, taken the first train as soon as the day my 12th had got over i remember i took the rajdhani and i came to bombay so yeah but luckily i made it to the second list got into zeviers and then during zeviers i did a host of theater uh, professionally and on an amateur level i worked uh, in college then i worked with kwasar padamsi i worked with joy fernandez i uh, yeah i directed a couple of plays and yeah that's how the journey began and then i used to look like a little kid till i was about 20 uh so a very famous director told me that you should not look for acting work till you're about 24 25 or you will not get lead actor work because of the way you are uh so i was very upset but he also said that uh, in that meeting one good thing came out he said you should work behind the camera since you direct plays i i think you'll enjoy working behind the camera and um you learn a lot as an actor so that is the thing i took out of that conversation and then i started assisting on ad films while i was at college I used to make the money, save the money, and then put it in theater. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I had directed this documentary short called "Life on Four Wheels," which was on the life of taxi drivers in Bombay, which is again a very fascinating story. I have a habit of talking to taxi drivers and auto drivers every time I go uh, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's driving me, I talk to them. And in Bombay at that time, while I was at Xavier's, you have these kali peelis in Bombay, the local cabs, and about. In a week, out of ten cabs I took, six of them had come to Bombay to become actors. So I found that very fascinating. That six on ten. So then I thought maybe it was an odd coincidence. So I went as a research sample to Jijila Madhav, where taxi union drivers live, and I sample size I took of a hundred people, mm-hmm. and out of hundred, out of hundred, thirty-four had become uh, had come to Bombay to become actors, which was still a huge number. Oh my goodness! Uh, and they were driving cabs, so that's the route where this story, Life on Four Wheels, which is the docudrama I directed, the the seed was sown. And I guess this is what you call destiny. I directed that; it went to a lot of film festivals. Uh, it went to the national documentary that. festivals. And then in the U.S., Mr. Subhash Gai had uh, read about the film, and it so happened the day he landed in Bombay. there was an indian express article about me about my plays and about that film and because i was young and doing all this they had done this half page spread and mr gai read it at the airport so this is i guess uh, how the stars work because he saw he read about he he read the festival brochure and he saw that an indian young boy has made it and then he landed in india and he read picked up the indian express at the airport and he saw and he got his assistant to call me and uh, Her name's Dalia. Dalia called me. I'll never forget. And she said, "This is Dalia from Subhash Gai's office. He wants to meet you." And I said, "Yeah, right." And I cut the phone. <laughs> I was like, "Somebody's pulling a fast one on me or something from college." Then she called me again, and she said, "No, this is Dalia from Mukta Arts, and Mr. Gai wants to meet you." I said, "How does he even know me?" So, uh, because in my head, he was a film person, and he doesn't watch theater. I mean, he's too busy to watch it. And, Yeah so then he called me and he said he's making a film called Black and White which is the smallest film he's ever attempted and he said he doesn't want to work with anybody he's worked previously and he said he saw my film the one I had made and he thought that I have uh, a lot of potential as a director even though I want to be an actor and I told him that I'm only assisting he asked me why are you assisting on ads if you want to be an actor and I told him I'm trying to learn the ropes and learning what not to do 
so he he found that really funny and he he offered me a chief assistant director's job because by then i had starting started hosting on ads and uh, he also said since you're a theater guy you should cast for the film so that's how uh, assisting on films began and then yeah i worked on four films behind the camera i did about 50 ads and when i turned 23 like that famous director had told me i went for a test to atul mongia for lsd and that's how lsd happened and the rest as they say is history after that in the sense that since then i've been just doing this yeah wow it's like your journey is really exciting adventurous and i'm really yeah, happy that i got the opportunity to interview right now no yeah it's great uh, i'm so happy that i'm yeah sometimes when i'm narrating this i realize i don't even think about these things right now while talking to you uh this is the most city the most amazing city you can live in i think uh, as long as you're focused and you have that one that's the one thing that has not changed mm-hmm. uh from the time i was 15 to now so it's nothing this is one thing that has not changed the the urge and the want to be on a film set to uh, or on a stage or it's exactly the same and uh, in bombay it also backfires because it's a city of perceptions and people want you to behave a certain way when you're really successful or very successful but with me uh, that doesn't happen i sounded exactly like this spoke exactly like this was just as excited about things when i did so i have a very simple formula it's either 0 or 100 i never do things ever for the sake of it so if i'm into a film i will be fully into it or if i'm into a play i'll be fully into it or i'll be not there and i played a lot of cricket professionally as a youngster so i think if you are a sports person it kind of let's rephrase that if you're a disciplined focused sports person it kind of becomes a habit where you either go the whole hog or you don't do it because that's how you're trained right mm-hmm. for example if you want to learn how to play short bowling or pull shots in cricket you need to practice it over a period of time it can't be a half measure so yeah that has kind of kept me in good stead so far and i've really enjoyed myself so what inspired you to become an actor when you turned 15 when you were in 10th grade not really it wasn't that i wanted to be an actor when i turned 15 i always wanted to be an actor it's just that i was planning how and when to break in because i knew it's going to be hard considering the way i look uh, i knew it's going to be a battle in terms of uh, breaking in uh, also because i'm not from bombay so i was always very uh, aware of it even as a teenager even before i turned 15 and that's why i'm saying it was a blessing that my sister shifted here at prithvi theater i used to do workshops from 10 to 12 and then from 3 to 5 so i used to have that break 12 to 3 and at that time at prithvi whoever would be rehearsing mm-hmm. uh, dubey ji or makrand or i would just be on the sides or sit on the rehearsals and just see and i would see all these actors and big who are big names now um, uh, come in and go out and i would see the struggle so i was very aware of it from the time i was 13 Mm-hmm. and honestly the two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening were very active training wise but that three hours of free time in the middle when i used to just sit and observe was the biggest learning when i look back because i used to just watch these people uh practicing learning it kind of i absorbed a lot because i was watching professional actors big directors mm-hmm. great theater directors at work 
uh, I was catching plays every summer vacation so it was great exposure and I have a lot of it, like I said it was a blessing I'm grateful that uh, I happened to choose to do that at that time and I had uh, my sister and my mother to support me to encourage me uh, they didn't I don't think they ever thought that we'll go this far <laughs> because nobody knew but uh, looking back that, that that was a big phase so I kind of knew very early on that this is what I want to do and then every step I took was to achieve that eventual goal which was to get that first film as a leading actor that I want to do with the director that I want to do so that is something I was very clear about which is why I never tested for anything before uh, LSD that was the first film and uh, there's a very funny story there also in 2008 I was watching a film called Oi Lucky Lucky Oi and at PBR Juhu and while stepping out of the theater I told my uh, girlfriend that you know this is the director I want to make my debut with and it was just said in and I remember where I said it and you know exactly a year later I got a chance to test for the man's film and then two years later the film wow. happened so I mean uh, yeah if that's what I'm saying if you keep that single point focus so like what's the favorite thing about being a director and what's the favorite thing of being an actor like you love being an what's actor f- or a director that's my question no 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 i'm an actor i don't yeah. direct i don't i don't know if i'll direct if i'll direct like initially you used to direct plays. ads right yeah, yeah i only directed plays because um, yeah because i, I was if you were young, given a chance to direct in the future like in 2018 would you do it <laughs> that's a very uh, i don't know honestly because mm-hmm. uh, everybody thinks so like i said mr ghai even tells me now that uh, i would become a better uh, i would i should be a better director than um, you know i should focus on d- directing eventually but i don't know i will see maybe 5 years later or 10 years later but uh, not not right now right now i'm just focusing on enjoying the work as an actor so what's your definition of success What's the definition of your success? Ah, I don't know what's like everybody has that I'm one point in their lives, you know, like if I get this Oscar award that means I'm successful. And in my case, if I get a university rank that means I'm a successful student. So, what's your no, definition of success? Those are just flat posts. <laughs> For me, success is really the ability to continue. Mm-hmm. irrespective of what happens if you ask me to define it mm-hmm. the 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 courage to go on irrespective of what all you achieve or what all you don't achieve see this is how i think which is why i get misunderstood a lot of times no i love that answer very few people say that you know it's uh, it's about being honest and fair passion is the biggest thing you need to be passionate about anything you do in life uh even if you are a jamadar or if you are a car cleaner or if you are a i respect people who do their work with all their passion uh because there's no work which is small uh everything is important for everyone they do every uh whatever they choose to do in life it can be an electrician it can be like my house is shifting yesterday i was very happy with the guys who were packing because they were doing it so sincerely they were very careful about not damaging any i really respect that 
I think that is true success when you are passionately pursuing whatever you're doing and not taking anything for granted at your work. Mm-hmm. Um, and not giving up, yeah. Uh, because you have one life. Time is the only limited currency you have. So there is nothing. I don't think there is a flat. There is a there is a finishing line mm-hmm. that can define success. I think it's an it's a race which goes on forever. Okay. In and it's the race which you have with yourself, mm-hmm. so that even when you hit a hurdle, you continue. So the ability to continue, irrespective of whatever happens. For me, that's the true definition of uh, success. If I have to, I think if I make any sense out of that. I love the answer, to be honest. Mm. So, what advice would you give to the younger generation who wants to become an actor? I mean, I know the acting opportunities has increased since YouTube came. Like, you can act in short films, YouTube series, etc. So, what advice would you give who want to become an actor right now? understand the craft first mm-hmm. don't don't do it for any other reason but for the fact that you want to uh, entertain and grow as an artist mm-hmm. uh, everything else is a byproduct so i always believe that you need to again coming back from the previous answer i think you need to be extremely passionate about it uh, and you need to be fair i never gauge actors that's why based on uh, how big a name or star or money of course those are by products you have to understand as an actor you should first look at gaining respect more why than gaining that as a respect? person sorry why gaining respect because credibility is something that will keep you on forever for example if i don't do any other film after an lsd i will still be remembered for that film whereas and again i'm not disrespecting anyone else who does who chooses to do or work in a certain way but i don't like actors who only look good yeah and who can't really act mm-hmm. and i'm very i'm very verbal about it i've never tried to i think it's a it's just like you'll not ask a blind person to fly a, a an aeroplane i don't think you should ask non actors to act because the fact of the matter is people are paying money to watch us so they should get their dose of a certain amount of professionalism you know what i mean uh so i don't like the idea of people wanting to be actors for the sake of actors uh you should be genuinely passionate you should be genuinely honest and you should be fair so that irrespective of whether you get success in the conventional sense or you don't uh you keep growing because it'll take one film yeah see there'll be one commercial film if i get a big successful commercial film this year and uh, I'm plastered everywhere else does that mean I'm successful no i could be i could have you know the film for me internally could have been very uh in terms of effort average for but for the audience so you'll go back home and look into the mirror and know your truth so for an actor that's the most important thing you should look in the mirror and work on yourself honestly and uh, improve and you should be able to do everything i think you should be able to sing you should be able to dance you should be able to do martial arts you should that's why when i don't have work i keep doing value additions i keep telling this to people that don't waste your time use it for things because every experience only enriches you as an actor you know what i mean yeah. so uh, yeah the most important advice is to be extremely passionate a be extremely focused because it's a really hard industry to be in and see 
never waste time so keep learning keep discovering keep growing evolving that's very important as an actor whom do you admire most in the world how whom do i admire in the world in general oh that's a hard one there are few people i admire yeah that's a good word you used admire uh sachin tendulkar probably mm-hmm. because he's been my hero since i was 4 or something yeah i mean i have and i love the work ethic again also i was uh, i was playing cricket at a certain level when i was younger so i've had the opportunity to see him a little up close i have seen i've seen him bat on grounds there is a see that's what passion the paramount thing is he wants to bat now everything else is a by product of that you get what i'm saying yeah he's honest he's sincere he's he's been very fair i think the way he conducts himself as a uh, as a cricketer and that's very important there are a lot of people uh, whether it's in the acting industry or whether it's in any industry who who may be uh, successful but they've not necessarily been extremely fair as people in the way they've achieved things i don't respect that much i i just don't uh, but somebody like sachin tendulkar who's and imagine we are adults now adults are not supposed to have heroes but such has been his uh, impact on our entire generation or anybody who's grown through the 90s and 2000 that uh, he's somebody i really admire uh, because of the straightness of his straight drive and the straightness of his life he's i think extremely extremely inspirational uh, and i'm glad i was born in an era where uh, i got a chance to watch him back because it's been like even now when i have to really cheer myself up i would i have a set of favorite playlists on youtube or on and his there are four five of his innings which i just love to watch and rewatch so he's somebody i admire from the then if you ask me who i admire in there are few people i admire in real life here um there's a gentleman called kwasar padamsi who i act whose play i acted in as a kid then i directed a play at a festival called thespo which is india's biggest uh youth festival it gives an opportunity to young theater makers it just ended in december um so there are few men i like few i respect and q is one person who i absolutely love and respect uh, because he keeps it simple i really believe life is simple he keeps it uncluttered he's been the same person uh he's extremely encouraging he has his priorities and his focus very clear uh and he does it in a very simplified manner in a very gentle way which i think is something very special uh uh quality to have as a human being and uh, i really admire him not just as a theater practitioner and as one of my teachers but as a human being i think uh, whatever little i know of him i have immense respect and regard and i really admire him uh of the people i've met in this lifetime okay and it's not like i meet him every day or something huh? i <laughs> probably meet him once or twice in a year Wow. But uh, that's the kind of because he's such a special person. That's the kind of impact he has. So yeah, I mean, you just asked me who do you admire, <laughs> and I mean, his name popped up. So therein lies the answer. Okay. So if you could go back to any time in history, where would you mm. go? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I would like to see the dinosaurs. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. You will be um, killed. <laughs> no. Where would I go? I think I'd go to the 1920s. Why 1920s? Uh, 
because it's the Vintage. time of my two biggest passions and two greats I really okay. love Charlie Chaplin and uh, Don Bradman. Mm-hmm. Don Bradman was playing for the Aussie team mm-hmm. and Charlie Chaplin was giving us some of his best work. Yeah. Uh, Gold Rush and so 1920s and 30s. I mean, I'd like to live through that era and just experience the yeah. I have very simple pleasures and cricket and actors are one of them. So okay. if I had a opportunity to go back in history you 20s mean, and 30s. Okay. Yeah. So if you were given a chance to meet Charlie Chaplin, what would you ask him? Mm. Three top three questions. Ah, what would I ask him? I don't think I'll be able to ask him anything <laughs> at first. I just look at him in awe. Mhm. I would ask him how does he keep it so simple uh even after being because the root of all his performances is actually very simple. Yeah. And which again keeps going back to what life is all about. Well, I just said life is very simple in a lot of ways. I would also like to ask him uh where does the emotional sling for everything comes from like i know as an actor how hard it is to uh, see everybody has their own ways but different each actor will have their own method to uh, achieving what they do so i would really like to ask him uh, how did he channelize uh, because a lot of it that we saw on screen and laughed was probably a lot of pain inside and real and to be able to manifest that in that manner and still entertain the world was just the most amazing thing and the third thing i would ask him was how does he take care of his mustache <laughs> <laughs> because it was so precise and perfect always right yeah that's uh, true yeah so even i admire him a lot i just look at him as a child and uh, not be able to ask anything mm-hmm. i'd also like to ask him what does he eat why would you ask him what does he eat ah <laughs> uh, Yeah, I don't know. It I think the person you are, the kind of decisions you take, the kind of life you live has a direct correlation to the food you put in. It's like mm-hmm. when you car engine, you put good petrol, it will run smoother longer. So, and I'm not talking superficially about diets and about health. I'm talking about mood also. I think like there are foods which really help me like with things that i have discovered which uh, make me work at my optimum or be at my optimum or there are certain foods i've discovered i love to eat uh, during performances or while i'm shooting so just to have maintained that sort of energy all through his life i would love to know what he eats mm-hmm. that's great yeah. question <laughs> if time machine is discovered i'll send that machine to you <laughs> mm. So, uh, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Sorry, I didn't get you. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? As a dinner guest? Yeah, this is a very good question. These are like uh, you're doing better than uh, what Karan Johar does on Coffee with Karan, man. Ah, uh, this is a hard one. This is a really hard one because there are so many people I would want to have as dinner guests. Uh, there are so many women I admire who I'd like to talk and ask how their life's been and uh, from yeah there are lots. Oh, I'd love to have uh, Neil Armstrong over for dinner. 
Okay. I'd like to know if he really went on the moon. Uh huh. Because there's this whole uh, conspiracy theory, right? That mm-hmm. in the 60s it was impossible for a an aircraft from Earth to cross the Van Allen belt. It fascinates me. Also, I, as a child, astronaut being an astronaut was something uh, that I really was uh, curious about. And uh, if I wasn't an actor or a cricketer, probably that's the field of work I would have gone in. So I would like to have dinner with Neil Armstrong and ask him all about the moon and ask him if he really went on it. So um this is a very cliche question but the question is would you like to be famous in what way? Famous. <laughs> uh like other than being actor famous? Yeah. Like I don't know if I'd like to be famous in that way but I would like to do something for the dogs yeah I would uh, I love dogs mm-hmm. and I would like to make a change to how they are treated and how they live in our country especially in India but not necessarily become famous for it uh, but that's something I would definitely want to do like it's some it's a childhood dream of having a like a canine center or a dog center somewhere in the outskirts of Bombay where you can help injured dogs because in our country the streets and a lot of places are really well taken care of but there are a lot of places where they're treated very badly so they're injured and they're suffering so if i can change a few lives there i would be i would be happy okay not necessarily be famous about it yeah okay so if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability what would it be I didn't hear that question. What? If you could wake up tomorrow right. having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Teleport. I would like to be at uh, Mumbai traffics. I guess it's Sorry? horrible. Mumbai traffics are horrible. No, not. Are you mad? Why would I wish teleporting for Mumbai traffics? I would be in France and London and India in a matter of seconds too. Oh. There are times when things are happening uh, at different parts of the world and you want to explore and see them and be physically present. Also I would be able to do a lot more work because there are times you get offered two things at the same time and you're not mm-hmm. uh, or friends are getting married or birthdays and you always want to be there and then you miss it and you So yeah that would be a good ability to have to be able to uh, teleport and be at places in the blink of an eye. Mhm. So how do you feel your performance? Like how you have a Yeah, you have an acting gig right now and before that what is the process? Preparation yeah. I prepare a lot. I read the script a lot. Mhm. And then I'm extremely passionate about like I said anything that I take up is uh, it's either zero or a hundred for me so when i'm already on a hundred uh the driving force is always the script so any work that i have done be it on stage in the ad world in films i just did my first uh, web show uh last year called bapar kata par it's on z5 the script in irrespective of irrespective of medium the script plays the biggest part because then it makes my life much easier because it helps me motivate and stay uh it makes the pro- process enriching so my fuel is my passion and then that drives my preparation 
because uh, those are the three P's of my life: perseverance, passion, and preparation. I think you do those three things to anything you do. If you persevere long enough, passionately, and prepare well, you'll always win. So I think uh, you'll always be satisfied. More, I think. you should be able to do your best and that's what you take most of the heart from uh so yeah my fuel is the preparation and then backwards my passion drives my preparation and then my perseverance fuels my passion okay so this is a very long question your house containing everything you own catches fire hmm. After oh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even I hope that. Yeah, okay. After saving your loved ones and pets, mm. you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? What good question. This is a really good question. What would I save? Let's see. Yeah, there are a few things. I am I, in fact, I was telling my mother yesterday that I need to declutter. I need to get rid of things, give them away, and stuff like that. Hmm. I have a, I have a book, which I I write diaries every year. So for wow. every year there is one diary which I have, which is like a daily note of what I have done or what I'm supposed to do and all of that. So one such diary is from the year when I trained with Barry. So it has a daily chart of everything I did with him, everything he spoke of, everything I spoke to him. It's like a journal of those three months. So it's a thick journal. And there are times now where I wish I could do that course now because what I took out of it at 17 is very different from what now, having gained the experience and lived the life that I have. I would take something else, but now he doesn't teach. He still has a school, but. Uh, He's physically not there, so we were very lucky. I think that would be one thing I'll save. My cricket bats. Yes, I would save my cricket bats. I, I, I'm very, I love all of them. Um, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, these two things: that journal, my diary, or diaries, or my cricket bats. Wow. So Probably for... both. Okay. <laughs> for what yeah. in your life do you feel most grateful? Sorry. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? What do I see most grateful in life? I am grateful about life, yeah. <laughs> the like I said, it's one life. There is time is the only limited currency, and I'm extremely grateful for. Uh, actually, I'm very grateful for the teachers I've had because they kind of instilled the right kind of uh, system mm-hmm. to my whole existence. and it's kind of aligned in every aspect so that it it works fairly in personal equations in professional equations in and i think it's all connected mm-hmm. so how you are as a root person that kind of governs most of the things uh, you do and how you do them rather so all my teachers whether they were in school whether they were my acting coaches at prithvi whether it was barry john whether it was all the directors i have worked with uh till i was about 20 21 everybody who i worked with uh, who's developed me into the physical mental setup that i functioned from i think i'm very grateful to all of them my family because they were always uh, a big part of it but uh, i'm most grateful to life here yeah, because 
yeah i really believe that it gives you your destiny what you choose so i don't believe that uh, everything is everything is predetermined no i think it's uh, uh, your choices towards life which then helps life give you your destiny so it gives back what you give it i really believe that so where do you see yourself in 10 years definitely married and a baby yeah uh i want to yeah it's uh, it's something i want to do uh, have a uh, have a child not even if it's not my own i would like to adopt and have a child so maybe took this thing uh, you're giving me ideas now this interview yeah yes for now i would definitely want that i would uh, i don't know if i'll be directing but definitely producing more helping younger people or first time like i've already produced a film last year called mona underscore darling it's on hotstar um it's a social media thriller uh, so yeah definitely helping scripts come to life which excite me in some ways in my capacity whatever i can help and contribute and definitely do a lot more work all kinds of work as an actor i i see myself doing um a more diverse range of work in the next decade mm-hmm. vis-a-vis the kind of cinema I have done uh, than what you've seen me in thus far okay. uh, for sure so that's the wish do you um, wish to set up theatre school in Mumbai or anywhere else in India sorry sorry do you wish to set up theatre school in India I mean in Mumbai or anywhere else in India I don't know if I have the bandwidth to set up a theatre school, but I would love to share and t- like share my experiences. Like right now, I was invited to Singapore to do a workshop, uh, and I love doing that. Uh, I like sharing my experiences and talking. Also, because I've seen and worked with so many teams now, there is a certain eye you develop. Like you realize what is somebody's strong point and weak point when you know you're working with them. So yeah, I would love to share and help people. Uh, get better at what they do. I don't know if I have the bandwidth or the drive to open a theatre school. It takes a lot to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not on my uh, list of things to do. Just to be very honest. Yes, a dog kennel. It is because it's a passion that's been driving me. I've already. I'm nearly halfway there with regards to uh, putting it into effect. So yet yeah, I will definitely have a canine centre. That's for sure. Uh, but I would love to share my experiences um, because it takes a lot to build a school. Okay. Yeah. So, what do next three to six months hold for you? Oh, very exciting! Um, the f- next six months, I have a film called No Fathers in Kashmir, which mm-hmm. is by an Oscar-nominated director mm-hmm. called Ashwin Kumar. Wow! He's a two-time he's a two-time uh, national award-winning filmmaker. He's facing a lot of problems from the censors right now because he's made a really, really uh, fun, intense film about Kashmir, um, which is essentially about teenagers. So I am really surprised it's facing the kind of trouble it is. But that's going to be releasing in uh, Feb and March. That's my first release of the year. Then uh, I've done a film called Midnight Delhi, which is uh, based on. One night in Delhi, as the title suggests, and my character is based on um, the Blade Man. I don't know if you've read about him in Delhi. Mm-hmm. He was a really um, crazy guy. 
so i had a lot of fun playing him it premiered in singapore recently at the south asian international film fest mm-hmm. so that should be uh, releasing most probably on a digital platform uh, come april so the next 3 months is mostly this and i'm shooting starting shoot for a very 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 interesting film two films actually uh, in the next 6 months one is uh, i don't know if you've seen my last release angrezi mein kehte hain mm-hmm. it's a film which released last year it's on amazon prime now and it was directed by mr harish vyas who's a gem of a man his next film which is a love story uh, and it's a road trip love story so i'm most excited for that because you have seen nothing like that uh, in terms of the frequency of the two characters not just in india anywhere in the world uh or what they represent i'm looking so i'm really looking forward to watch all those movies yeah angrezi mein you should see angrezi mein is on amazon prime it's a very cute simple again a very simple uncluttered film so that's uh that's streaming um all my other films are mostly on netflix or hotstar but angrezi mein is on amazon prime it really it's my last release so you should watch it and then uh, there is another film with uh, tanishtha chatterjee which goes on floor uh in march april so these two films back to back shooting and the previous two no fathers in kashmir by ashwin and midnight delhi by rakesh they are releasing they are ready so that's and i am on kfc uh so i have done one commercial for the new kfc uh, campaign and there are two more so they'll be coming out and i have intentionally taken a sabbatical from stage in the past 15 18 months because i wanted to focus on doing more films so i'm really hoping this year to uh do a new play because i'm missing being on stage okay thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to interview you i loved thank all you your so answers much. i love chatting i'm with really you. grateful that you gave me this opportunity thank you thank you